It's four o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs at Rocky Mountain Calvary. Hope you're having a good Friday afternoon, and thank you so much uh, for joining me. The number here is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. The heart of our show is to give you an opportunity to ask a question about God's Word. Maybe you've been reading a section of Scripture and you've got a question, or you've got a question about something that's going on in your life. The, the heart behind this is if you could talk uh, with a pastor, if you could sit down with your pastor and ask him a, a question, what would be on your heart and mind today? So we are live in studio. We do have all of our lines open. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Also, we'd like to uh, welcome Hope FM on the East Coast. Thank you guys so much for joining us there in Pennsylvania Maryland, and New Jersey. We'd like to invite you guys to give us a call as well, 303-690-3000 or text at 720-336-0897. I was reading in my devotions this week, Psalms 107, and it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures uh, forever. And that's out of the ESV version. And I love how it states that his steadfast love endures forever. It's very rare and inspiring to find steadfast love. I know two couples that are in their 90s and have been married to each other for 60 plus years, and that's steadfast love. How much more so uh, with the Lord, that his love is the same. Through our ups and downs, our sins and mistakes, his love remains the same. It's steadfast. And at the end of the psalm, Psalms 107, uh, verse 43, it says, Whoever is wise, let him attend to these things. Let him consider the steadfast love of the Lord. So the psalmist is saying we're wise if we consider and meditate upon God's uh, steadfast love. So this moment, uh, as you're listening to this broadcast, just rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the fact that his love is steadfast for you and for me. Once again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. It's great to be with you. Glad that you're taking the time to listen. You can call in with your questions at 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to our our phone lines, uh, to line one. I I believe it's Yesenia. Uh, Yesenia, if I'm pronouncing your name right. Welcome to the program. Hi, thank you. Yeah, it's pronounced Yesenia. You pronounced it right. <laughs> All right, great. How are you doing today? I'm um, well, how are you? Doing good, thanks. Um, I had a question. Um, I have a question on a, on a prayer request later, um, but my okay. question is, because I've been seeing a lot, like in the news or people posting it on their Facebooks, about them hearing sounds of trumpets like all across the world at different times or around the same time. Is that even possible? Because I know that we're going to hear a trumpet, but are they going to be heard individually or like all at once? Or I mean, or is it even fake what people are, the news are saying? Yeah, I, 
You know, I don't know so much about what people are, are declaring in the news. Um, you know, the Scripture tells us in 1 Corinthians 15 um, that Christ is going to come and he is going to sound a last trump. Uh, and with that, then the dead in Christ uh, will, will rise. Uh, and it's 1 Corinthians 15, verse 52, it says, In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall uh, be changed. So I think that trumpet will be heard world-renowned, world re- and, and that's possible through God's unlimited power. Um, you know, this that's happening in the news, uh, people might be hearing localized trumpets, um, but it's definitely not this last trumpet that Christ is going to sound at his second coming. Okay. Okay. Does that help a little bit? Yeah, it does. Because um, I would, I would hear it, and then I have family in um, Mexico, and they were saying that they were hearing it, and so I kind of googled it, and people like all across were hearing trumpets around the same date and time. So I okay. just, I didn't know if it was just fake or if they're just hearing things or, or something like that. Um, I, I also wanted to. Um, give God a praise report, um, because we, I've been wanting to call for a few, a few months to, to, for this, but when I would call, the lines would be busy and stuff, but, um, thankfully he allowed me to get on today. Uh, we, my husband and I, we closed on a house on October 31st last year. Um, but before that we kept hitting bumps and bumps and different obstacles that kept Mm. kind of testing our faith to see if it was even possible that God was going to bless us with our home. And throughout throughout it all, um, I just kept my faith and kept praying, and I knew in my heart that this house was for us, no matter if it was going to be in a couple weeks or a couple months, but I knew that He had it for us. You know, He spoke to me, and He told me, like, don't worry. And my husband, he's, he's not Christian, he's Catholic, um, so he kept stressing and kept losing his faith, and I tried mm-hmm. to keep telling him, just, you know, keep your faith, we'll pray together and everything. Um, and the Lord, at the end of the day, like, the last day that we had to move out of our rental, that's when we closed. So He didn't allow us to be homeless, but I think He was just testing our faith, and, yeah. and we stayed in yeah. faith, and thank God, you know, so now we're in our beautiful home with our kids. So I know it's kind of yeah. hard when bumps and obstacles come to lose our faith yeah. or, to, or to start questioning. I just wanted to say thank you to God for allowing us to be yeah, in our you home, bet. you know. Um, we, we would so love to that, rejoice with you. That's, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's um, pray together. Last, and go ahead. I'm sorry? Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, keep going. Yeah. So, the last thing I did want to ask is a prayer request for my husband. Um, okay. I've been asking him to come with me to church um, I go to Calvary Aurora uh, with mm-hmm. Pastor Ed, um, yeah. and he just refuses. He doesn't want to. He says he's, he'll be busy or he's going to work, or it's just an excuse after another. And I kind of started talking to him a few nights ago about um, if he's accepted the Lord as his, as his personal Savior. He says, oh, we don't do that. You know, you have your beliefs, I have mine. Let's just leave it at that. And But I really want him to... God to touch his heart, because he also drinks a lot, and he smokes, and I'm trying to raise my kids in a in a good Christian home, but his habits make that very hard. Yeah, I just want to encourage you that 
continue praying and continue loving the Lord and loving your husband. And uh, we want to rally around you and partner with you in prayer that God would do a great work in his life. And it's going to be a great day when he comes to know the Lord. Amen. I, I can't wait for that day. Well, let's pray together, yeah, so okay? I just wanted to pray for him. Thank you. Yeah. Lord, I thank you for Yesenia, and I thank you for providing a home for them. God, that's a that's an awesome thing, and we don't take it for granted. And Lord, we give you praise and thanks uh, for your provision for them. And we lift up her husband to you, God. And Lord, you're so good at revealing yourself and softening hard hearts. And we pray that you would open up his eyes and his ears to you, that he would come to know you. I pray even now, God, that you would stir his heart that he'd be aware of his sin and his emptiness and his need for you. God, I know in my life, that's what brought me to you, was was becoming aware of that void in my life. And, and I pray for Yesenia that you would give her strength and endurance and faith. Lord, I pray that she could uh, see that day where her husband comes to know you as his Savior. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. You bet. God bless you. Thanks for calling. God bless you, too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number here is 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Mario on line two. Mario, welcome to the program. Yes, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good, good. I was, uh, I had a question. Uh, I've been thinking a lot about, like, paganism from, I guess you'd say, Nebuchadnezzar or Nimrod how it talks uh-huh. about just the paganism that infiltrated, you know, uh, I guess, I, I don't know how to say it, but um, Christianity, I should say. Uh-huh. Um, how we celebrate, or people celebrate Christmas, and, you know, the symbolism a lot in, um, well, in numbers and different numbers and symbolism, how important it is in the Bible, how they use, you know, seven and all these numbers. But going back to paganism, why do some uh, churches, they still celebrate Christmas and they celebrate his birthday in, in December 25th? And yeah, I, I don't understand why they do that when the Bible states, you know, when he was going to Bethlehem, um, you know, the shepherds at the time, so we get a, a, a type of time frame when, or type of season it was back then when they entered, you know, uh, Bethlehem or, you know, when, when Mary was pregnant. Yeah, let me take my best uh, shot at that. You know, Christmas and Easter uh, do have Easter pagan... Easter is also a big uh, one, yes. Yeah, yeah. They they both have pagan origins, and yes. and they were... Uh, the influence of Christianity was to take those pagan holidays and make them Christ-focused. Uh, and and so the meaning of Christmas and Easter are biblical, uh, but, but the very origin was a, a pagan festival, and then Christians came in and wanted to give those pagan holidays a Christian meaning. And I think the important thing to look at in regards to Christmas and Easter is uh, what is— the doctrine, you know, what is the the fruit of celebrating Christmas, and, and the fruit of celebrating Christmas is that Christ came uh, to die for our sins. You know, the fruit of celebrating Easter is we're celebrating the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So, it would be wrong to celebrate those pagan roots, but I don't feel like it's wrong to uh, to celebrate Christ's coming and His resurrection on those particular ho- holidays. And 
God's very good at redeeming things, uh, and so he's able to take things that, that began at those pagan roots and, and redeem them and put the focus upon, upon his son. So I, I know different Christians have different convictions about that, and I think that it's one of those things where, where love and charity wins out, where we can respect believers that don't want to celebrate Christmas and Easter and then also celebrate our, uh, you know, uh, give love to those Christians who, who do celebrate Christmas and Easter uh, with a proper focus on Christ. So I don't know if yeah. that helps, but that's how yeah, I see it. Yeah, it does. And, and I was brought up Catholic my whole life. I mean, I was an altar boy, and I did all this stuff. And looking and researching into this, my goodness, you know, um, the all of just everything, the, the images, the statues, you know, the idols, like, you know, that we know as their idols, and it says, you know, not to. And I really came a long way being a Christian, and and yeah. my eyes were open, and that's what I've always prayed for is for wisdom and understanding, and I know yeah. Jesus knows my heart and my family's heart. And he uh, just really opened my eyes to a lot of things that are out there that clearly are they're just like, you can really just see it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that... Um, just that, just praying a lot and and really believing in, in Jesus Christ is uh, is the way as we all, right. we all know. And it's a good reminder. We always need to be taking things back to the Word and looking at Jesus. And is it bringing me to the Word? And is it bringing me into a deeper relationship with Christ? So yes, it's a great question. I think it it's a question that a lot of people have. So. Thanks well, for calling thank in. you. Uh, good talking to you and Pastor Ed. I don't know if you'd see him, but tell him hi. I sure will. Yeah. Thank you, sir. God bless I love you, Mario. Thanks, thanks for calling. God bless you. Sure. The number here is 303-690-3000. If you're listening in Colorado Springs, we'd love to have you pick up the phone and, and call. Or if you're listening on the East Coast in Pennsylvania, Maryland, or New Jersey, feel free to give us a call. Uh, Wherever you're at today, if you've got a question on your heart and mind, call us at 303-690-3000. Uh, let's go to Mike on line three. Welcome to the program, Mike. Hi, old Pastor Eric. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I just got off of work uh, this, uh, a while ago, and I'm kind of vegging out a little bit, listening to you guys. I really enjoy listening to your station. I well, thanks kinda for have, I, I kind of have. A, I need kind of. Kind of want to get some input from you on something. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been listening. I've been listening to to um, Grace Radio and all the programs that that come on there. The preaching programs and and Calvary Live and and all these uh-huh. and oh, so much. And that, plus, I'm in some one on one informal counseling with one of my pastors, my church. Okay. Great. And. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming aware of something within me that maybe you can give me some explanation of. Okay, um, my life isn't the greatest. I'm not. I have nothing of great value in this world. I don't have a home, and and you know I got a uh, I've got an old car, and and there's nothing in my life that I can look at and, and, and have any great deal of pride in. But, okay. And that's okay. I, I accept yeah. all that. You know, those are things mm-hmm. that, you know, I brought on myself probably in circumstances of other times of my life. 
you know, made me into the person who I am. But what I am aware of is this, is that as I listen to you guys, you, you and all the other pastors, and I'm becoming aware of just how personally unimportant my life really is, that it is Jesus Christ and the Father and His Holy Spirit living through me, and that my life is not so so valuable um, in, a, in, in, in a lot of ways that um, I, to make that sacrifice as a, to be a Christian, if necessary, and such, it's like, I'm, I'm getting to the point where it's like, I want, as I'm working, learning how to surrender more and more to the Father okay. and to my Lord. To my to my Lord Jesus, and I'm I'm looking I'm looking to surrender more and more because it's like okay. my life is not all that valuable to anybody so, down here on this planet. But so, it, Mike, it's let, let me ask you this, Mike. Huh? Let me ask you this. Let, let me ask you this. So, are you, is your question how do I surrender more to God? Is that is that what you're asking? No, sir. Um, it's uh, I'm, it, the surrender is taking taking place on a daily basis now okay um so so like, help me out mike help me out a little bit what, what's your question as we grow just, as christians and maturity as christians realize the things that god wants us to understand from his scriptures and and from from this from the from the word of god do we start to develop a sense of just how unimportant we are, our will is, and, 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 and what we have is in regards to the normal person who may not, who, who may still put value in, in material possessions and, and this and that? Yeah, I do think that that happens as we draw near to Christ. Uh, we, we start to realize uh, the, the willingness to surrender our lives. Like you're like you're describing, and the closer we get to the Lord, the, the less uh, material things have a, a grip on our our hearts and our lives. It, to me, that the answer is kind of twofold. In one sense, as we grow close to the Lord, we realize how much God has valued us, and that uh, He sent His Son to die for us, and that we're loved by the Lord. But then also, there's a willingness to surrender our lives or not love our lives here. Uh, on this earth and be willing to, to sacrifice uh, to the Lord. So I, I think what you're describing does does take place as we grow in maturity with the Lord. It's a conscious, it's a, it's a, it's becoming a conscious, a, a conscious awareness within me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. In Revelation 12, it tells us one of the ways that they uh, overcame Satan, the enemy, is that is they didn't love their lives uh, unto death. So, so they were willing to surrender their lives, even even die for the cause of Christ, uh, and that enabled them to overcome the enemy. In addition to the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony, so I think it's a good thing, Mike. Yeah. Can I pray for you? Can I lift you up in prayer this afternoon? Yeah, I'm praying for God uh, keeps doing what He's doing. Yeah, sounds good. God, thank you so much for Mike, and thank you for what you're doing in his life, and how you love him and have created him and designed him in your image. And 
Lord, as he's just learning to surrender to you in a greater way and, and not be in love with the things of this world, Lord, that's a beautiful thing. And God, I just pray that you would encourage him and that you would bless him and give him a great uh, Friday evening in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I didn't want to you go bet. on too long, but thank you very much. Thanks for calling. God bless you, Mike. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me this afternoon on Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000, or you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Anthony on line one. Anthony, welcome to the program. Hello. How you doing? Happy Friday to everybody. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, good. Not bad. I can't complain. I'm alive. <laughs> awesome. Um, Pastor, I got a question about uh, what it talks about uh, in the Bible about the true uh, religion. I know Jesus said about uh, there's only one true religion. I think it's like take care of the orphans and the widows. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, where it. is that at? It's in James chapter one, James one uh, twenty seven. And it says that pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit the orphans and the widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. So that's James one twenty seven. James one one twenty seven. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And because uh, I got a, I, I would say he's a friend, um, but it's a guy that I've been talking to. Um, he knows I'm a Christian. He is an atheist. He says... He don't believe in nothing, but one day he came and asked me, you know, he was kind of discouraged, and he said, I hear so many religions, how do you know which one's right? Yeah. And I told him, well, it says in the Bible this, and I said, but I don't know where it's at, but I'm going to find it for you. And he said, great. So that's why I'm kind of trying to point him into the right direction, because he's, uh, you know, like I said, he says he claims to be an atheist. So. Yeah, that. That's an awesome moment in his life and that he's coming and asking. I also think of, of John 14, 6. Uh, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And so Jesus is really saying, I, I am the only one true living God. And the only way to eternal life and fellowship with the Father is, is through me. So I think John 14, 6 would also be a great verse to share with them. Okay. Right. Yeah. He um. He just, you know, he he's uh he was his family is Catholic, and so that's the background he's kind of coming from, and he was yeah. saying, you know, repetitious is that right, stuff like that. So I'm just yeah. trying to help him out. I'm I'm not a I'm not a a baby Christian, but I'm not full grown. Um, well, you're, you're doing great, I, Anthony. It's it, it's awesome that. You know, you're being a light to your coworker, and he feels comfortable enough to come up and ask you these questions. So I think God's yeah, really just, using you and working through you. Great. Well, thank can you I very pray much, for you Pastor. And can I lift you up in prayer real quick? And let's pray for your Dad, friend. So Great, great. His name's Patrick. Okay. God, thanks for Anthony, and Lord, thanks for his heart for his friend. And we do lift Patrick up to you. And God, we just pray that you would be gracious to him in the name of Jesus to reveal yourself uh, to Patrick and that he would see that you're the one true living God, that you died for his sins and rose again, and he'd come to know you. 
pray you bless Anthony and strengthen him and give him a great Friday evening in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. You have a good night. You too. God bless you. Bye-bye. God bless you and the show. I love your show. I hear you and uh, Pastor Ed all the time, and I just love the show. It's a blessing. Thank you. And I'm sure it's a blessing to everybody out there too. Thanks, Anthony. God bless you. God bless you too, Pastor. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000. Let's go to Loretta on line two. Loretta, welcome to the program. Hi, Pastor. How are you? I am good. I'm trying to see if I could get more people to pray for my family. I have a niece that's going through some big problems with her kids. Uh, She just got a divorce, but her daughter got involved with the kind of the bad side of the world. And I don't know, I keep praying for them all that my dear Lord would touch their hearts. But today she took some pills and tried to kill, commit suicide. Okay. Yeah, and her mother was really upset about it. Yeah. Okay. So, so this is your niece's daughter? Yeah. So she's my niece. Okay. The young lady okay. that tried this is my niece also. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, let's let's uh, lift up your niece to the Lord, and just want to encourage everybody listening to join me in prayer and and, and suicide that is such a real thing and a real attack of the enemy. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and I'd, I'd love to lift up your niece to the Lord. So. Thank you, Father. We, we we just lift up Loretta's niece to you, God, and Lord, we know that the the enemy wants to kill and steal and destroy and bring destruction and, and ultimately death in people's lives and. Lord, I just pray that you would be gracious uh, to Loretta's niece and reveal yourself and dispel the lies, dispel the attack of the enemy. And that, Jesus, you would be that strong tower, that refuge for her. and She wouldn't feel hopeless, that she wouldn't feel overwhelmed. And uh, today, God, and then this weekend and this next week, uh, that you would meet her in a really fresh and, and tangible way. And help us, Lord, those that are listening to this request, to, to be faithful, to lift it up in prayer. I pray for everyone that's connected to this, the, the whole family, that you would minister, that you would come in, in the midst of this brokenness and reveal yourself and give comfort and peace. We thank you, Jesus, that you are the Prince of Peace, and we, we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You bet. I'll be, I'll be praying for your niece. Thank you so much. God bless you. I want to speak into suicide for just a moment. I'm sure that there's some of you that are listening today that may be thinking about taking uh, your own life, and you need to know that God loves you, that he created you, and God is the one who's the authority over life. And and so it's not for us to end our days. God's the one who has numbered our days. And if you're in that place where you're considering suicide, I would encourage you to to pick up the phone and to give me a call in the second half of the show, 303 303- Six nine zero three thousand. I'd love to pray for you and and to share God's word with you. I'd also encourage you to, to reach out to someone that that loves you, that cares for you. Choose to send them a text and open up about how how you're doing and what you're going through. And you know, if you feel like, man, I don't have anybody that cares for me, uh, call call the church office, call Rocky Mountain Calvary here in Colorado Springs. You know, reach out to a, a church that's close to you. I I know the churches throughout. Colorado and the East Coast would love to be able uh, to minister to you. 
And also, if you know somebody that's struggling, uh, to really ask that God would give you discernment, you know, that we would be able to, to see that person that's on that place in that verge of suicide, to be able to reach out to him with uh, the love of Jesus Christ. So once again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We're going to head to a break in just a moment, so please stay with me for the second half of the show. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. So please pick up the phone and give us a call if you'd like to ask a question or have a prayer request. Also, you can send me a text at 720-336-0897. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. Welcome back to Calvary Live. This is Pastor Eric Cartier in Colorado Springs. Thanks so much for joining us and listening today. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720 720- Three three six zero eight nine seven. I'd like to go to line one to Dira. Dira, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I was just um wondering. If my mom is okay, and um, what is she? Is she okay? Uh, she committed suicide January first, two thousand fourteen. Uh, and um, you know, I had mental illness is a definitely a big problem. Um. And I'm just wondering if I can get prayed for, if everybody do, and if if you could um, tell me if my mom's my if my mom's okay. <laughs> yeah. So, dear, if I'm understanding you right, your your mom committed suicide in June of 2014. Is that right? Yep. Yep. I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, that's that's really heartbreaking uh, to to go through. Um, do you know if your mom knew the Lord, Dira? Yeah, oh, she did. Yeah. You know, this is what I personally believe about suicide, is that suicide's not the unpardonable sin. The Bible tells us that unpardonable sin is the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which is to reject Jesus Christ as our Savior. So if your mom received Christ and knew Christ, I believe that she is with the Lord. You know, and then having said that, it's never God's will that anybody would would take their own life. Uh, but but I believe if your mom knew the Lord, that she's safe with the Lord in the arms of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, well, dear, let me pray for you, okay, and lift you up in prayer. I'm, I'm sure this uh, there's a lot of grief and pain that you're feeling. So, God, I thank you for Dira, and I, I just lift her up to you, uh, Lord. Thanks for her boldness to be able to call and. Lord, uh, suicide is so brutal to try to to process and, and to deal with. And with the, her mom taking her own life, I pray that you would comfort Dira, that you would minister to her and give her peace in a way that only you can. And so today, Jesus, would you meet her afresh? And we do thank you for eternal life. And we thank you for the joy of what it's going to be to be with you as believers and be reunited with our families. So would you bless Dira in Jesus' name? Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, dear. Thanks for calling. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000, or you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Alex. Alex, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. My question is about uh, essentially the rapture. So we see this kind of multiple times in Scripture, but for example, in First uh, Thessalonians 4, just talking about Jesus coming back and then um, saying the dead will rise first and those of us who remain will, uh, you know, go along right after them. So yeah. it's something I've never really looked into, but it, what is that, what, the dead rising first, is that, what does that mean? Is that saying there's no, you know, the dead don't go right to heaven? That's like, I know that's also kind of contrary to, you know, what we've heard in church all of our life is that, you know, someone passes away, you know, they believe in Jesus, they're going to heaven. So I've just never really been sure exactly what that means. If you could maybe just provide some direction on that, that'd be great. It's an interesting topic, and from 1 Thessalonians 4, it does seem that uh, those that have died in Christ won't receive their glorified bodies. They won't rise until Jesus raptures the church. Uh, and so that the dead in Christ rise, they receive their glorified bodies, they're, they're caught up uh, to be with the Lord. And then uh, those that are alive and know Christ come up right, right behind them, as you mentioned. But then in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, uh, verse 8, it says, We are confident, yes, we are well pleased, rather, to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So we know that the moment that we die, we, we go home to be with the Lord. So our spirit That's goes fair. home to be with Christ the moment that we die. But we don't receive our glorified bodies uh, until the rapture of the church. Now, the the missing factor here is that in heaven, time very well will be different. Uh, So we have Peter writing and saying a thousand years to us is like a day to the Lord. And that's just a metaphor. But when you think of eternity, time really becomes uh, irrelevant. It's going to be completely different. And we don't know how that's going going to work out. So I don't think heaven's like, oh, my spirit's there. Now I'm waiting for my glorified body. Uh, If it is the case, uh, it would just be a moment. Uh, from how time is going to be uh, in heaven. So so to answer your question, yes, we don't get our glorified bodies uh, until the rapture. As me, soon as we die, our spirit goes home to be with the Lord, but it's all going to play out differently because the realm of time is going to be different in heaven. Gotcha. Okay. Clears mud? Great. Thank you. <laughs> does, that, does that help? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I guess I just should have kept reading. <laughs> no, it's that's a great, great question. It really, really is a good question. Yeah, looking, looking forward to it. It's going to be great. Absolutely, man. It, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Alex. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. Have a great evening. You too. Bye bye. All right, let's go to line two to Lois. Lois, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the program. Hey, Eric. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I heard um, an earlier caller uh, talking to you about pagan holidays. Yeah. And I concur with your answers. Those were very good answers. 
Um, however, I heard your response to a, another answer in October when a caller called in and asked you a question about Halloween. Okay. I don't think you remember the question, but I do. It, it resonated in my heart, and my spirit didn't agree with your answer. Okay, yeah, I. that was a long time ago, so, so remind her, her me. Her question was um, that she dresses up her children for Halloween, and they, or uh, she dresses up her children, and they go out, and uh, her father did not want her to do that. Okay. And she did not want to go against her father's wishes, and she wanted to know what your response was on that. And you said that it was okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I think Halloween is also a pagan holiday, and per your responses to the others, you know, Christmas, Easter, and how we have, the Christians have uh, put Christ into those holidays, those pagan holidays, uh -huh. to rejoice yeah. and bring Christ into. Um, Christ is not in Halloween. Yeah. Ha Halloween is a, is a unique unique holiday. I, I think the, the principle that I mentioned today still exists. I, I don't remember the particulars of that call in, in October, um, but you know, a lot of it has to do with uh, what we're teaching our kids on that night. Uh, exactly. If, if their costumes are glorifying to the Lord, um, you know, if we're celebrating light instead of darkness uh, on that Halloween evening. I, I know here as a church we have a, a harvest gathering where we work really hard to celebrate Christ and celebrate the light of, of his love. And we allow people to dress up, but we encourage them to dress up in a way that glorifies the Lord. So I think that principle still can be applied to Halloween, uh, you know, if you're going to celebrate it, um, it, it, celebrate it to the glory of Christ, and don't don't get caught up in the darkness. Well, and I can appreciate your answer, because I, I know that's true for a lot of churches, they do that. But I'm going to stand firm with the woman's father and say, not in my house. Sure, yeah. And that, yeah. you know, I, res we're, we're, I respect that. We're going to honor God, yeah. and not in my house, we're going to celebrate a holiday that is not recognized. Yeah, and those are things that each believer has to, to wrestle through and have peace with the Lord, so I understand right. where you're coming from. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. I just yeah. had to get that out, so thank you for listening. Yeah, well, thanks for calling. I always love talking about that stuff, so okay. it's good to have the discussion and, and talk it through. Good. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. We do have all of our lines open, 303-690-3000. So feel free to pick up the phone and give me a call if you have a question on your heart and your mind. We've had some text questions that have come in. You can send me a text question as well, 720-336-0897. The text question reads, Why is it so hard to be confident all the time? I know Philippians 4 talks about not to be anxious for nothing, but to pray. It's just so hard to be confident all the time, or am I making it hard? Uh, no, I don't think that you're making it hard. I think that you're being honest, and, and that's the reality of the, the human experience, is, is there's times where we have absolute confidence, and that confidence comes easily, 
Other times, uh, we, we wrestle with doubt, we, we wrestle with worry, we wrestle with anxiety, and that's where the, the faith does uh, come in. And I would just encourage you there in Philippians 4 that you mentioned where it says, don't be anxious, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let, let your requests be made known to God. And then with thanksgiving, then the peace of God which surpasses your understanding will guard your, your heart and mind. And don't allow your emotions to dictate uh, the outcome and saying, yeah, I am struggling. I'm not as confident today. But God, I know this is your word and I know this is your promise. If I choose not to worry, to be thankful, to give you my prayer, then you will give me uh, your peace. And I love the scriptures are open uh, about broken and honest people coming to the Lord in in the midst of their struggle and things not making sense. And God's so faithful to meet us uh, in that place. So thanks for sending in uh, that uh, text question. Let's uh, take another uh, text question that has uh, come in. Uh, It it says, Hi, Pastor Eric. I have a friend who lives in another state. He's just started living with his girlfriend, and they're trying to buy a house together, but have no plans to marry because uh, he— was married and it was ugly. He is a professed Christian, and I feel the Lord has put on my heart Ezekiel 33, 7 through 9. I don't know how to approach him. Uh, please uh, let me know. And so this is a, a great question. It's it's a, a difficult situation uh, to, to be in. I, I want to read Ezekiel 33, verses uh, 7 through 9. It says, So I've made you a watchman for the house of Israel, Therefore you shall hear a word from my mouth and warn them for me. When I say to the wicked, O wicked man, you shall surely die. And you didn't speak to warn the wicked from his way. The wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he doesn't turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you shall be delivered your soul. This God has given you great direction. Because he is claiming to be a believer, God does call us to go to fellow believers when they're in sin and to confront them because we love them. The attitude to go with them is in an attitude of meekness. From the book of Galatians, chapter 6, it says for us to approach one another with a spirit of meekness, which is gentleness and and considering our our own shortcomings and our own failures. How would I want to be approached if I were in this situation? Also, the scripture talks about uh, you know removing a speck from, from someone's eye. And we think about how tender the eye is. And when we're confronting someone on sin, we want to realize I'm going into a very delicate area of their life. So approaching it with a lot of prayer, letting them know how much they mean to you, and then taking them to God's word, letting them know this isn't my personal conviction, uh, but this is uh, uh, God's word. And, and I'm, I'm sharing this to you because God has a better plan for you. So I'm going to pray for you as you've sent in this uh, text question. Father, thank you for this person that has sent in the text question. And and God, I just ask that you would give them great wisdom and grace to be that watchman to their friend and that you would prepare the heart of their friend, that they would receive this word, this correction from you, and that they would repent uh, and that you would do a great work in their lives. And in this relationship, in Jesus' name, Amen. I want to encourage you with Nathan the prophet. He was called by God to bring confrontation to David in his sexual sin. And God used that conversation in such a powerful way in David's life to bring him to repentance and restoration. And that's what we pray for in your situation.
uh, as well. Thanks again for listening to Calvary Live. The number is 303-690-3000. Let's go to line three to Tyler from Castle Rock. Tyler, welcome to the program. Are you there, Tyler? Looks like we lost Tyler. All right, let's try line two with Rich. Rich, welcome to the program. Hello. How are you doing, Rich? Hello, Hello, how are you? Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, praise the Lord. Um, now, I, uh, the, the reason I'm calling in is because I, I am a listener of your program, and I heard a gentleman a couple days ago, and he was asking on the program um, proof that the burning bush was Christ, and how can we prove uh that Jesus is uh, the God of the Old Testament as well as the God of the New Testament. But uh, the question was, uh, he he asked in specific, and so I, I think he might be listening, but in John chapter 8, uh, Jesus himself, they asked him, um, who do you, uh, who are you? And uh, Jesus said, I am before Abram. I am that I am. So that would put him right there at the burning bush. Right, correct, yeah. And I just Absolutely. didn't know if that gentleman is still listening, if this, if that would help him clear that up so that he would know yeah. that Christ is God. Yeah, cool. Great, Rich. I love that. Thanks for your, your care for him. And, you know, Jesus declaring himself as the I am makes him exactly. uh, God of the and, Old and Testament. I love well. how, you know, when you break the I am that I am down, it means I am to be. So that was, when he said that, he was prophesying who he was about to be. And that's beautiful, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, and you, uh, I, that's all I want to do. I hope the gentleman, if he, since he called in the program, if he listens, maybe that will help him. All right. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. All right. It. Thank you. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric. The number is 303-690-3000. If you have a question about the Word or things going on in your life or prayer requests, feel free to give me a call, 303-690-3000, or send a text, 720-336-0897. Let's go to line three to Derek. Derek, welcome to the program. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um... I'm calling today just to, you know, request some kind of corporate prayer. Um, you know, in this day and age, it's, things are chaotic, and uh, God's been laying on my heart to, to seek out the truth for myself instead of adopting, you know, the opinions of of the people on TV and on the news and all that. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, he's got me looking into Islam um, a lot. And, uh, you know, it really gets my heart hurting. And uh, I would really like to pray for, you know, all the the boys and girls and men and women that have uh, are being born into Islam and have been raised mm-hmm. in Islam. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's, you know, it's a very one way. There's one way you go. And, uh, you know, I feel like these these children and people are not, you know, they're not raised in an environment where um, mm-hmm. they have the freedom to, you know, explore and kind of seek for themselves the truth. Right. Um, right. And, and it really discourages me because, um, yeah. you know, 
these are these are souls that are not yeah. hearing the truth and you know they're taught from a young age that the truth of Jesus is a lie and um yeah. that just weighs on me very heavily yeah well, let me pray pray with you Derek and I'd love mm-hmm. to come come alongside of you and pray for the Muslim world so father I thank you for Derek and I thank you for touching his heart with a love for those that are caught up in, in the Muslim faith and that false religion and we do pray especially for those that were born into Muslim families and don't have the the freedom in some of these closed countries to search out the truth for themselves. And we thank you, Jesus, that you're greater than all of that. And we ask that you would open up their eyes, that you'd open up their ears, that there would be many, many, many thousands upon thousands that would come to know you uh, in the Muslim world, that there would be a revival that springs up uh, amongst the Muslims that they would be born again, that they would know Christ as their Savior, that they would know grace and what it means to be saved by grace instead of trying to be saved by their own works. I pray that you would use Derek, God. I think you're really burdening him for, for, for the Muslims. And would you give him opportunities to share Christ and share the truth uh, of who, who God is. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Eric. You bet. I, you know what, Derek, I think God's really doing something in your life. You know, he, he's burdening you. Um, uh, he's given you a, a calling toward, towards Muslims. And I just want to encourage you to keep praying and pursuing that, because I think the Lord's really going to use you in that. Thank you. So, God bless you, Derek. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. The number is 303-690-3000. It's a joy to be with you on this Friday afternoon. You can also send texts at 720-336-0897. Let's go to Jennifer in in Greeley on line one. Jennifer, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, The reason I was calling was um, I wanted to ask for prayer requests. And um, what it is is that um, I have been having a lot of, probably not a lot of, but young um, teenager age, like high school, um, asking me questions regarding the Bible and stuff that I, mm. you know, I might know because a lot of them are in search for, for something. And so I try to, um, tell them what I know and it kind of opened my eyes that I need to, um, feed more off of the Word so that I have the answers, because I found myself in a place where I didn't have the answers, and I felt bad, because there's a lot of um, deception going on right now, Mm -hmm. you know, with our own kids here in America, so I just wanted to pray, I just wanted prayer for help for me to be able to give them the answers that they need. um, To answer their questions, you know, because I, I, and Mm -hmm. I do tell them that Jesus is the only way, but mm-hmm. there's just so much yeah. going on in their life. Yeah. Let me share a verse with you. It's from 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. It says, All Scripture is given by inspiration of God, and is profitable mm-hmm. for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. So it's going to be the Word of God that equips you uh, to be able to answer these kids. And what an exciting thing that God's bringing you these teenagers and would, would love to pray for you that God would give you the answers that each of these kids uh, uh, need. So let mm-hmm. me pray for you. Thank you. 
God, thanks so much for Jennifer, and thank you for her heart for young people and for teens. And God, our heart breaks for, for teenagers in, in our state and throughout our country. And Lord, as they're coming and asking her questions, I just ask that through the power of the Holy Spirit that you would give her the answers that is needed, that you would speak through her, and that you would equip her through the Word, that she would remember verses and truth about who you are to share with these teens. I pray there would be awakening that were happening among these teens, that they would be saved, that they would know you, that they would share with, with their friends, and that you would do a great work. And so we love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, Jennifer. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. The number is 303-690-3000, 303-690-3000. We have about seven minutes left on today's program. Time to call in. If you've got a prayer request, a question about Scripture, we do have our lines open, 303-690-3000. Also, you can send a text at 720-336-0897. Let's go to line two to Debbie. Debbie, welcome to the program. Hi. I'm sorry I've got a bit of laryngitis, but I wanted to okay. ask you, I'm a Christian, and uh, I've my daughter is an alcoholic, and okay. she lives with me. She has three kids under the age of 11, and okay. I want to know, I pray for her all the time, and try to talk to her, but I get angry, and then I feel guilty. So please, if you could help me in some way to know what I should, what kind of things should I do to help? Yeah. If I understand right, you're calling from Maryland today, is that correct? Yes, I am. Well, thank you for listening all the way out there in Maryland, and for calling us today. We, we really appreciate that. You're welcome. I, 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 listen, I, I, I listen every night. Oh, praise the Lord. That's a real blessing. You know, Debbie, that's a really difficult uh, situation. Um, and I think uh, the important thing is to turn to the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Holy Spirit is going to give you the wisdom and also that supernatural love. And in Galatians 5, it tells us to, to walk in the Spirit, which means to follow the Spirit, the lead of the Spirit. And, and so God's going to give you that wisdom of, of what to share with your daughter or, or when it's not the right time to share and, and just to uh, uh, listen. And, you know, we'll be praying that God really does a, a breakthrough in your daughter's life and, and gives you strength as they're uh, living with you and you're investing in your grandkids. I want to encourage you, you know, you're doing a great work in, in, in being there for your, your grandkids. And I'd love to pray with you and pray for you and, and rally around you. So. Thank you so much. Yeah, let me, let me pray for you, Debbie. Okay. God, God, I thank you for Debbie, and as she is fighting laryngitis and getting over a cold, Lord, I just pray that you would touch her and that you would heal her. And, Lord, I thank you for her daughter. And, Lord, we know that uh, you came to set us free. You, you died to... Give us freedom uh, from our sins and uh, lift that bondage. And we just ask in Jesus' name that you would do a great work in her daughter's life. And I pray for Debbie that you would give her a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit uh, to be able to know exactly what to do in these difficult moments. 
what to say, what not to say, the wisdom that would come from you. We also pray that you would bind the enemy in any way that he is uh, attacking this family. We pray for her three grandkids, Lord, that they would know you and follow you. And, and, and just like Timothy, whose grandmother was used in his life, I, I pray for these grandkids that their grandmother, Debbie, would be used uh, in their life, that her faith would be passed on to them and they would know you and love you and follow hard after you. So we thank you so much uh, for Debbie. Thank you for her listening out there in Maryland and just pray that you would bless her in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for calling, Debbie. God bless you. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once again, you're listening to Calvary Live with Pastor Eric Cartier. What a blessing that people are listening in Pennsylvania and Maryland and New Jersey and here in Colorado as well. It's awesome to see God work and and move. I want to encourage you as you go into the, the weekend of God's steadfast love. His love remains. It endures Take time to meditate and consider God's uh, great love for you. I always want to encourage people as we go into the weekend to, to get into God's house, get into that place of worship with family and friends. Uh, God does a great work in our lives when we gather with the body of Christ uh, as a believer. So plant yourself deep into a local church, uh, seek out fellowship, seek out the opportunity to serve, and then invite somebody to come with you. If you're in Colorado Springs, we'd like to invite you to our weekend services and come out this weekend, Saturday night and Sunday morning. Once again, it was great to be with you. Hope that you have a great weekend in the Lord. May God richly bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.